1: I'd love to dive into both of these aspects of the physiology side of why low carb what you mean by low carb how do you define low carb how low should we go Um, but also maybe some of the mechanisms behind why it has an impact and then maybe we can talk about the psychological aspect and the implementation and the motivation. That works well so I, I often with patients I begin with this because I want them I want them to understand what they're doing rather than memorize it so they don't you know, if if they have to learn a leaflet, it's much better, if they understand the physiology, then they can individualize it for their own lives. And they're more likely to eat food they like, and they're more likely to keep it up. So for me, the explanation for patients is around what insulin does. So we have to roll back a little bit earlier than that. And that is that we need blood sugar to live. With no blood sugar, you're dead. However, too much sugar in the blood damages the lining of your arteries very rapidly. And for that reason, nature has—it's de- a genius um, design where we have the hormone insulin, and insulin regulates blood sugar within a very fine margin to keep you safe. So insulin is there to control the high blood sugar. So if you eat a bowl of rice, your blood sugar goes up, that sugar has to go somewhere. And I often ask patients, where, where do you think that sugar goes? And insulin pushes sugar inside your cells. Pushes sugar inside your belly cells and you get a fatter belly, that's middle-aged spread. It pushes sugar inside your liver cells. And that is why um, people's liver now is often full of fat because the liver cells have to do something with that sugar and they turn it into fat. And that is why a quarter of the entire developed world have a fatty liver. But the next really important thing to understand is that a fatty liver interferes with the effectiveness of insulin. So your insulin doesn't work as well anymore and you can't regulate your blood sugar. And you're seeing that, you can see how that becomes diabetes. You can't regulate your blood sugar because insulin doesn't work. There's a next step to this as well. It's a double whammy. The pancreas, the very gland that produces insulin, also fills with fat and can't produce insulin. So that is how towards the end stages of diabetes, you're struggling even to produce insulin. The good news, the important good news, is that all of this can be reversed. So if you, um, if you cut the carbs, then uh, you, your liver empties the fat out quite rapidly your insulin sensitivity comes back, the fat leaves the pancreas and you produce insulin more normally again. And that is how, that's the physiology of remission of diabetes. And Roy Taylor at Newcastle University did all of the studies on that, uh, where he actually showed the fat leaving the liver and the pancreas. So that helps my patients understand um, that too much sugar leads to fat in the liver and leads to diabetes. And so the next logical question is how do they know where sugar comes from? And so obviously they they know quite a lot of it already. But the next point is that starch is concentrated sugar. So it's nature's way of storing sugar. So that means uh, that all starchy foods are, as it were, concentrated sugar. So that's bread rice, breakfast cereals, potatoes, all these things. And so for instance, a small bowl of rice, 150 grams of boiled rice, digest down into the equivalent of 10 teaspoons of sugar. So if you have type two diabetes, a bowl of rice is a kind of disaster. You need to eat something else. And I'm helping my patients understand what could you eat that you'd enjoy instead of rice? Loads of green veg, perhaps. What foods don't put up your blood sugar? Meat, fish, eggs, cheese, loads of green veg, again. So that that's the basis of, of the low carb diet where you're trying to avoid overloading yourself on sugar because in a way, think of type two diabetes in a way is a, a disease of carbohydrate intolerance. You can't really deal with it. so. Uh, Having diabetes means that sugar is sort of toxic to you because your insulin isn't working properly. And there's another point of physiology that's really important. We are a genius dual fuel engine. We can burn two fuels, sugar or fat. Fat is a very good fuel per gram. There's more calories in it than sugar, so it's a very good fuel. But insulin has a final trick. Insulin prevents you from being able to burn fat. So if you keep eating small amounts of carb through the day, you can't burn your own fat reserves. And when you go low carb, the commonest thing that patients tell me is that they're not hungry. And they're not hungry because suddenly they can burn their fat. And that means they can do intermittent fasting if they want or Ramadan can be completely changed for them as an experience because they, they can fast and they're not as hungry. So insulin's a really complicated hormone and understanding it, if you have type 2 diabetes, is, is, is really worthwhile.